0: We're about to light up Season 3 of Drifter Sympathy on Feral Audio. Episode 1 is called Dawn of Individuation, which rolls the clock back to right when you decide who you want to be and the kinds of early decisions that, for better or worse, completely mold the rest of the shape of your life. And episode 2 is going to be called Loner Legends. Sort of an attempt to define who the underdog really is and their role in history and culture and art. Season 3 drops on October 23rd. This is Emo Lamis. Check
1: out Drifter Sympathy on feralaudio.com.
2: Talking a lot today, doing a lot of speaking, did it professional level speaking, in three different places today in the in the globe. Ah, oh, ate some incredible rice. Did a lot of experience. All that being happened. I want to welcome you to Twisting the Wind. My name is Johnny Pemberton. This is an ongoing process. Thank you for stepping in for what an hour and a half and really really putting your hands on the branch on this one. you know what I mean Really really saddling up to that executive buffet. you know because you are an executive. If you're here, you're an executive. That's how it works. You don't just look at the executive buffet and wonder if you are an executive. No, the reason you're here is because you've been invited. You're a fucking executive, so just let it out, and thanks so much for listening. If you're new, just relax. Everything's under control. It might get weird sometimes, but it's never going to be bad. You're not going to have a bad trip. <laughs> you're not going to have a bad trip, even though I really can't say that, but I mean in terms of what I'm what I'm doing, it's not going to be bad, so you know what I mean. Um do all that stuff and uh also if you're pleased if you're pleased as punch please rate and review the podcast if you want to send music rec guest recommendations or other sort of like cosmic vitriol twisting the wind at gmail.com i welcome Your connections. Okay, Uh, just gonna move forward now with the rest of what the thing is here. It's a big one, it's a lot of good, much talk, due to see how low to by why fly by wires. And we're gonna just touch down here for a bit until you know the phone will fix itself, I guess, eventually. Really get what you mean by
1: that. I don't understand it. I'm just a guy trying to find someone to fix this fucking van, you know. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to do is find someone to fix my GD van. It's a GE, uh, GMC, but still, it's a van, so. If you know anybody, hit me up. And thank you again for listening to Twisting the Wind. We're going to drop into maybe a collection or maybe just one phone call right now. And it's going to be really,
2: really great. And you're just going to love it. So enjoy. Hello? Uh, yeah, hi.
3: Sharice, can I help
2: you. Yeah. Yes, oh, great. Oh, I'm trying to get a hold of you guys forever here. And it just wasn't coming through. Um oh, goodness. Is it working okay?
3: Uh yeah, I can hear you. It's a little loud in here. Let me uh oh, okay. step out for a
2: second. You must be like in the kitchen, huh? Yes,
3: exactly. Let me step outside for a second. Wow.
2: Oh, this is Kevin.
3: Hi, Kevin. What can we do for you
2: today? Um, I'm trying to figure that out myself. I know about what you're doing, like the uh I'm trying to figure out a plan. Hold on a second, one second please. Okay, yeah. I just had um, I just ate a BLT and I had to, you know, had to burp.
3: Ah, okay. Does
2: that that means it's a good BLT, right?
3: A good BLT, yeah. As long as it stays down,
2: yeah. As long as it stays down, yeah. really?
3: Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh wow, that's pretty low.
3: And come back, it's not good. Yeah.
2: That's a low threshold. All it has to do is just stay down.
3: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What can we do for you today,
2: Kevin? Well, I'm just trying to figure out what um, I should do for uh, some food. You know, do you guys for what uh, for food?
3: Okay. What's
2: the, what's uh, the, what are, are some you options? A party there? or an event?
3: Yeah, or I'm, a,
2: I'm doing the. I'm doing a bunch of those, and I'm trying to figure out what to do.
3: Okay. Well, tell me a little bit about your dates, what you
2: have in mind, and what your events are. Well, the dates are um, every Friday in September. And every Monday in October, and I'm looking at maybe every day in—I don't know yet. November's on the on the hook, but we're still waiting to hear back from Mr. Wright about something. Okay. Every Friday in
3: September and every Monday in October. Is that you
2: said? Yeah, I mean those are just tentative. Those are just some idea dates, but really we're uh-huh. looking for—we're uh-huh. waiting for this. Uh, we've got an angel who's going to step in and really make things happen. An angel investor—they're called. Uh, yeah, that's it So I live in Silicon Valley, which is where mostly computers are made. Yeah. We do a lot of animation. We do a lot of like uh, voiceover with animation, putting it together to make films that are like uh, hilarious and sort of adventure styles. Yeah, very good. Right. Yeah, it's real good. It's a real good time to be doing that. I mean, I don't know if you've seen, did you ever see Beauty and the Beast? Uh, Yes, I have. Do you remember that?
3: I have nieces and nephews, so yes, I've well, seen it many a time. Well,
2: there you go. <laughs> well, that, there you go. There you have it. So um, yeah. we're trying to figure out something to do, a uh, Beating the Beast 2. So we're doing Beating the Beast 2, and we're, we're bringing it back, where it's basically going to be the same storyline, except this time the beast is not going to be a beast. Okay. He's gonna be like He's going to be like... Gaston, but it'll be, it's sort of a more, it's a bit more political, but I really think it's going to work well for kids and adults. And so we're trying to make this whole launch theme, it's pretty much made. It's just a re edit of the original Between the Beast. Uh, right, but, right. Well,
3: studios, studios love a sequel. What was that? <laughs> studios love
2: a sequel. Oh, they do. Oh, so you know about the motion picture business then, huh? Yes,
3: yes, I do. I worked for Sony for 13 years.
2: Oh, my gosh. What did you do for them?
3: Uh marketing and global promotion
2: Years oh, ago, yeah. Years so, ago. oh well clearly you are uh in the in the know because and people what you just said is very much like you don't hear people just throwing around the word studio and you know knowing what they love. I typically work with people who are pretty much as dumb as they get, and they <laughs> yeah, they try yeah. to find out how things work, and they end up making up making it worse when they're trying to do that so. That's Yeah, good.
3: well, I, I worked on a small film called Spider-Man, okay. one, two, and three. So.
2: Um, <laughs> hold on a second. Are you kidding?
3: Sure. Am I kidding? No, I'm not kidding. I worked on their global promotion.
2: You worked on the Spider-Man?
3: I, I worked on the global promotions and the consumer products side of it.
2: Spider-Man? All the toys, everything that you saw. Yep. Spider-Man sure. 1, Spider-Man
3: 2, and Spider-Man 3. After, yeah. after that, I was done with Sony and I went
2: back to the culinary career. Wait, what was that? I couldn't hear you. You said after that you did what? I moved, yeah,
3: I at that point I was then done with Sony and I moved on to a culinary
2: career. Yeah, that's where it's at, because I tell you what, food, you don't get tired of food, but you do get tired of Spider-Man. I
3: did. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. So, would this be uh, sort of a craft services thing? Or are you looking for delivery? Or are you looking
2: for? Well, we're looking for like, ins- in your- we're looking for inspiration. We're trying to find a way to really get these guys thinking outside the box, and we figured the first way is quickest way to the heart of a guy is through what he eats. Right. Okay. Yeah. And we have ninety. We have ninety ninety one percent males working at this place. So, okay,
3: and how many people are we
2: talking? Oh, we're talking about 100. About 100. We have 91 men, so it's convenient for statistics. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah it
2: out. We got in it's trouble. 100. Yeah, we got in trouble <laughs> from the government, but we're fixing it out.
3: Fantastic. Do you have special diets to consider? Or are you looking oh, at vegans, well, vegetarians,
2: there are a lot of those people, but we're not really taking that into consideration because we want to make this a real inspirational thing. So we know okay. that if we stick to what people want, they're they're gonna, they're gonna. A lot of these people, they're just eat. They just eat shitty peanut butter and crackers and like sodas. Well, uh, you never. Like my uh, uncle used to tell
3: me, you never see the skeleton of a cat in a tree. If they're hungry, they'll come down
2: and eat. I never thought about that. Oh, that's so funny <laughs> because yeah. That's the thing because we do we deal with a lot of a lot of analogies like that too. We're trying to inject yeah. those into the I, that actually might be something we might want to put in a script at some point. What you just said, that's like, is that a oh, re- wait a
3: minute? Is that a re- <laughs> is
2: that a regional saying or what does that come from?
3: No, that's my uncle who we couldn't talk my uncle into getting the cat out of the tree, and he told us.
2: And he asked us, did we ever see the, a skeleton of a cat in a tree? And we said, no, like that, because they'll
3: come down when they're hungry. But if you think about
2: it, so, I've never really seen a
3: skeleton of just about anything. So that would... Exactly. So people I eat. <laughs> mean, it. I... have hungry?
2: I found a cat bone oh. one time when we were digging uh, a bed to plant some marigolds, and it was a cat bone, I was told. There's um Oh. Yeah, Dr. John. Do you know him?
3: Dr. John, my uncle. Anyway, so let's... um Let me see what we can do here. So... I'm um, in about 100 people. This is something you're thinking about doing starting in September. Right. Uh, again, is this a, if it's craft services, and are they all day, or is this a drop-off? And where in
2: Silicon Valley are you? We're in Regentsville, and the whole thing is that we – so my Dr. John, he is like an uncle to me, similar to what you said, but we were digging up this bed, and we found a, a cat bone, and he said it's a black cat bone because it was painted by a witch. And oh, oh. that's something that yeah. um, that we were like as a kid, I was like, ah, oh, this is scary. a scary black cat bone, but I guess you, you can use you can grind it down the powder. you can use it for all sorts Yikes. of stuff. You can use it for like a, if you have a headache in the morning, you can put a little bit in your coffee and it will make the headache go away. Um, I've heard of some oh. weird things in Korea where these people will take the tiger bone or something. I don't know what it is, but they
3: tiger yeah, I'm yeah. Not sure exactly. Yeah. Well, that stuff yeah. has an interesting oh, smell. Oh. oh well, I can't say I smelled it. But, you can't smell? Um, okay, I, I can't say I ever smell Tiger like bum, but oh, I understand.
2: It's got a strong smell. It sort of smells like a smells like a field. If a field was grown of just uh, eucalyptus and memphur, memphur, maphur, mm-hmm. Shamp- okay, shack, shackfur, fandel. Forst uh-huh. and Kasnan and they were always up there and they when we were down there they had um a grandpa who did a stroke and he was the first person who ever made eggs when we were up there at that cabin. So that's why they said we should try to hook up uh when we do it because it will really help people uh sort of move forward with what they're talking about. You know, does that make sense? I I think so, I actually see a
3: lot out here. Get it. Let me, um, what other information can I provide you with? Is there, um, Well, I guess, well, what's what the most,
2: you- what's the most popular number dish to do?
3: remember it's all over the place it's really hard to say I'm okay. more than happy to see examples okay. of meetings
1: that we've done
2: well, um, say so yeah, if it's a breakfast lunch thing or if it's, it's, it's occasional but let me tell you, you this in morning, in California. let me tell you this I uh, had child uh, was up in the Midwest in uh, Minnesota do you guys ever work in Minnesota
3: okay. uh, I hear a beep. Uh, was that sound we have lots of noises out here. I, I am going to have to get back in the kitchen, so I'd love to send you some information. Kevin, I'm going to have to go. Kevin, I'm going to have to go. So if you'd like to come in I'd be happy to answer
1: it. Goods. Hello. Yeah, is this Sporting Goods?
2: Oh, great. Oh, man, I've been a hold for a long time here. Whew. Sorry, just uh, trying to recover from that. I've just been a uh, hold for a long time. Uh, what's going on there? How's it going? Okay. Cool. I'm trying to figure out something here for Adam Caton. I think he's there, right? Is he? Is he around there? Hello?
1: You're figuring out something for what?
2: Adam Caton Holland. Adam Caton Holland. He's about to be the guest, and I wanted to get something for him. Okay. What you What you got?
1: What are you looking for?
2: Well, that's the thing. I, I'm looking for so many things. It just I don't know what you got. We're talking about sporting goods here, right?
1: Yeah, what kind of games are you looking for? Well,
2: something like involve a grouse maybe A what? A grouse or like a witch hunt Or um, like a grouse witch hunt even Maybe like a, um, something topical
1: hmm. God, I, uh, boy I don't know what to tell you on that one What
2: about like a Carolina, a Carolina Thunderhoof? or like it's a carolina squawk a carolina spoonbill
1: It's a game?
2: Yeah. It's a very popular I game. Don't, I mean, Adam I don't I mean, Adam told me about it. He said I should give you guys a call up cuz he's there pretty much all every day said it would be he hinted at it and said that he um would like that.
1: I don't. am not sure if I have anything like that.
2: Oh, what stuff? What, what stuff are you into? Then I guess maybe you can start from there.
1: Sir, so I I don't understand what you're looking for. I really don't.
2: Well, neither do I. That's what I'm. T- that's what I'm t- need some help. I don't know, Willie, really what we're trying to figure out here. What what kind of stuff have you been into lately? Like, TV shows, movies, sporting goods, um, board games, any of that stuff. What what's been uh-huh. your, what's been the flavor?
1: I don't really play the games at all. Um,
2: you don't? Okay, that's okay.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not a gamer at all.
2: Do you have like a favorite though when you look at them? A what? Do you have a favorite when you look at them, or you're like, oh, I like this one the best?
1: No, I don't.
2: No. What about? So you just what about for lunch?
1: Well, I like for lunch.
2: Yeah, like what did you have for lunch? Maybe that that can be like a starting point.
1: <laughs> um, a sandwich. I like sandwiches for lunch.
2: Well, that's, that's so basic. Do you have to have something in the sandwich? Is it peanut butter, banana, turkey? Uh, just just bologna. Just bologna? What about mayonnaise? Yeah. Yep. Mayonnaise and bologna? Yeah. How about some? And we, sell the, we sell that here. Oh, you do? Do you eat the ones there or do you make them yourself?
1: <laughs> well, I, I don't know how I'm going to help you here.
2: Well, you, you already are. You're doing a seriously great job. I'm not kidding.
1: You just have to come out and look around and see what you can find.
2: I can't do that right now. I I would be there. And well, what was your name again? I forgot. My, my name is Jim. Okay. My my, um, my my name is Jim. What was your name? Rick. Hey, Rick. Sorry about that. I just I forgot when you first said it. Uh, I would love to come out there. I just don't have time. That's why I'm giving a call, because we're going to do a remote viewing session here. Because, what do you think about the whole suburbia?
1: Actually, I've got to go back to work. I've got customers waiting for me, sir.
2: I'm a customer right now.
1: I know, but I'm not really sure what you're looking for. If you give me a specific thing to look for, I would look for it for you. But you're probably... Pretty much generalizing everything, so I'm kind of busy.
2: Okay, well, can I ask you one last thing here? I'm one. one I'm not generalizing. I'm being the opposite of general, I'm being specific. But is there a way I could just like ask one of your customers what they think is good? Since you said you don't really have an opinion about it, I just need to like get a recommendation here. Because if I don't, I'm not going to have anywhere to go. If I could just, you could just put me on the phone with one of them real quick, or just ask for me.
1: Um. I can have you talk to a manager.
2: Yeah, manager would be great. Or if you want to just let uh-huh. me, if you want to just communicate to one of the customers, I can communicate to them through you, like a medium, or maybe something like uh, you could just put me on the phone with one of them.
1: Okay, I'll 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 try and do that. I'll be okay. right back. Got it. Oh my
2: god! Woo! Hey, welcome, Adam.
0: Hey, thanks for having me,
2: Johnny. This is pretty cool, huh? We're in this little, like, sound stage here. In Burbank. This it- always feels, I feel like this feels overly official. It feels very official. Yeah. Oh, there's
0: people watching us. I thought yeah. it'd be you and me in a car somewhere.
2: A car. Did you, have you done a podcast in a car?
0: Um, no, but I'm going to start one, so I call Nibs. Really? Carcast? Carcast. Well, I did Cash Cab for four years. I'm Ben Bailey.
2: Oh, I didn't know. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Ben Bailey. It's nice to be here. Yeah, you've shrunk.
0: Yeah. Significantly yeah. shrunken.
2: I have. But. That's okay. I don't mind it. Thanks. Told him. Uh, Adam, you are a person who uh, you yep. don't, you live in Denver. You're from Denver, right? I'm I'm from Denver and I live in Denver. And You live in Denver and Correctly. you're a, you're a comedian. Mm-hmm. You're a writer. You're comedian, a performer, writer, performer. Producer. I'll take producer. Um, bon vivant. Yeah. Jack of all trades. Sure. But you're also a birder.
0: Yeah. Right. I am is a that birder. right? Do you say birder? Yes. Nobody knows it? what that means, though. They don't. But that's the term.
2: Oh, I if you thought say that...
0: birder, people are confused. Bird watcher, they understand. Bird watcher, but you're right. Also you have the right lingo.
2: Ornithologist.
0: Yeah, ornithologist.
2: Orn... But you're not technically an ornithologist because that's that's. I the think an ornithologist it, right? would be like a
0: scientist who right.
2: studies birds. I was thinking there should be some word called like a. Ornith, uh, what will be like a fetish? An ornith,
0: ornithusiast?
2: Ornithusiast, Orny, uh... Or... Orny Adams. <laughs> orny, orny Adams, God. <laughs> Is he still alive?
0: He's still alive. I saw him, I was just in Montreal, as were you. Yeah. He was up there. Guys, we were
2: just in Montreal.
0: I mean, not trying to brag, but let's no. just drop it up front. We're we were in there. Montreal. Not for the festival, we just vacationed there we're just every there. year
2: together. No, go there for the bagels, stay there for the bagels. And, yeah. That's it.
0: Nailed it. Um, no, ornithologist, you... Orny yeah. Adams... Montreal, birding. I'm into birding. birding.
2: Isn't yeah. there some other word like picker or tweeter or tw- tw- some British word? I was looking this up on the drive uh, back from the vet today because I was telling my girlfriend how I'm interviewing you, about how you like birds a lot. Why we were you at the vet?
0: I don't mean to pry. Because our dog
2: right? had her staples taken out from her surgery. Okay. And it went, went so well. All right, good. It just was like – she came out and like – Maybe five minutes. It was so fast. I that's was great. expecting like a half an hour waiting, like drinking coffee and just being like, oh god, what's gonna happen? Complications. But I'm it was so good. I'm glad your so dog's good. back.
0: What dog? What kind of type of dog? If you don't mind me prying, she
2: is a mutt, but we think she's but probably I don't care anymore. half border collie, half German shepherd.
0: Oh, that's actually yeah. a pretty cool mix. It's a pretty cool mix. She's For sure. A,
2: she's a true beauty. Um, she has like a, a face that is very expressive and she's um <laughs> incredibly smart to the point where she can be annoying but also sort of disinterested in things that aren't actually interesting. Yeah, border collie, german shepherd, those are two breeds that like need work. So need got... work? Then I mean it's yes and no. I mean the the german shepherds do well without stuff, but the Border Collies are like, you have to have,
0: you have to give them them, like
2: puzzles and Mm -hmm. like tell them, like you have to lie to them, like trick them.
0: (laughs) Words with friends. Yeah. They just need things to do.
2: So we give her cardboard. That's her like her thing. Really? She shreds cardboard. She doesn't eat it, but she will like, she just, she goes to town on cardboard and shreds it.
0: I got a Chesapeake Bay Retriever. Pure Oh, those are good dogs. They're great dogs. Isn't
2: that what Obama has?
0: No, that asshole's got the. Oh, it's a Portuguese uh, water dog. I'm only calling him an asshole because I wanted him to get a Chesapeake Bear yeah. Retriever. It was like, that was one of the contentions. I was like, come right? on, I want to have America's dog. Uh, yeah, that, Wait, my, is my dog Chesapeake looks bear?
2: like. That's a curly coated retriever, it, isn't it? Dude, you, yes! You nailed it. Oh, they love nailed. those dogs. Yeah, curly
0: coated retriever. It's uh, I don't those know if you have a website dogs. for this. We could put a picture up. Her name's Annabelle. She's the best. Yeah. It looks like a chocolate lab with a curly coat.
2: Way, uh, it's probably, um, probably Wicked Soft.
0: Very soft, yeah. And she like blows it out, and now it's come back in full form. What what mean you mean blows it her. out? Well, like the during those does... hot summer months, they kind of just like blow it out, and oh, the it coke just gets happens. all ratty and gross. And then it like comes back in the fall with a vengeance and Chesapeake it's beautiful Chesapeake Bay So you see her right now; she's really taking her best shape she has all year.
2: I was honestly, honestly, I was honestly. Uh, that was a dog I wanted to get. I was like, oh, "Really? If I can get any dog, I want that dog." Because it's like,
0: get them, dude. They're so cool, and they're yeah. and nobody really knows about them. No. Like, I'm surprised you do. Um, you're you're well read. You're well versed in these guys. Yeah. But most people are
2: like, "Oh, is that a chocolate lab?" And you're like, "No, <laughs> no.
0: no uh, is it,
2: one does it look like chocolate, and why is it curly?"
0: It's America's dog. Mm-hmm. First American dog, Chesapeake Bay Retriever, true? a Newfoundland, and something else. I think a Labrador. We're like shipwrecked off the coast of Chesapeake Bay, Holy shit. washed up, fucked. First American dog. How big is it though? My dog is like seventy-five pounds. Seventy-five.
2: Our dog's is probably, probably going to be clocking about the same. Yeah, it's so, a it's, it's a, a real dog. dog. It's, it's, a dog. A, it's a larger dog. It's a larger dog. It's a dog of substance. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a dog that um, when it farts. It is like an explosion of beef stew. You know that's in the room. Yeah.
0: It's not a delicate fart. Yet. No, it's and a it... chef. It's a beef
2: stew chef. <laughs> well, it depends on what
0: you're feeding your dog, yeah. but yes.
2: We feed our dog uh, Chicken Blue. It's the Blue brand dog food. This podcast is brought to you by Blue brand dog food. It's I see. It's Blue. That's all. It's called Blue. But okay. She makes farts that are, um, they smell like, it smells like a beef stew. Like someone just like put in a good did a, way. Did a pop up. No, it smells like a back like a like a hospital, <laughs> like a hospital cafeteria is making hundred gallons of bland beef stew for sick people. Yeah, you know. So it's got like real basic uh, ingredients in it, and it's just like. Yeah, we sleep in and like Oh, someone just to put a, a beef stew pop up restaurant here? No, it's just dog. Pop up. Because yeah. that's the hot pop up uh, yeah, restaurant dishes
0: steep beef is shitty beef stews.
2: Shitty beef. Shitty beef stew. <laughs> I wanna go back to birds though.
0: Mm. I do too, because you and I have like you've wanted me to come in on this podcast for a while and I've oh, wanted to as about well. Because we you and I get together ever. and we talk about birds. Yeah, I mean, and you're I always know, like save like... it, save it, save it, save it. <laughs> so so here we are.
2: I mean, Oh, I don't really know anything about birds but I have a good friend who's been on the podcast he's like a I call him a naturalist he would say he's not a naturalist I think I may have met this guy you met guy. him you yeah. met him in the parking lot because we did a show together at Meltdown right. and you did this uh, grand it's not even a joke it's more just like this beautiful yeah, reading you I have it bit you have it with you?
0: no but it's on my album it's, sorry. oh it's on your album okay in it's in on my case, album it's the last track of my album It's uh, I actually have a Tattoo of it There's this bird what? Called the uh, Ivory-billed woodpecker Okay And this is what Got me into bird watching This bird Because so I read I read a book Go ahead
2: You have a tattoo Of the ivory-billed woodpecker I have a tattoo woodpecker. Of the ivory-billed okay.
0: woodpecker On my back Got it I just got it um, That I read this book Called Grail Bird right. And it was about The rediscovery Of the ivory-billed woodpecker In like 2005 They thought this bird Had been extinct For like 80 years mm-hmm. And it's this Awesome bird. It looks like Woody Woodpecker is based off the Ivory Bill Woodpecker. Really? So it's this big redhead. It's a big boy. A big impressive bird. Lives in the swamps, bayous, like Arkansas, Louisiana.
2: What size would you say it is? The size of like a crow? Uh, bigger. No, bigger. Bigger than a crow. Yeah,
0: like raven-sized Holy woodpecker. Holy shit. So it's, it's like a big 10-pound farm. bird. It's like a eight pound bird.
2: Oh wow! It's a big. You know, what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna joke here or be kidding or be, be a, do a lie, but I was gonna sound say eight pound, but I was like I sized it up to ten, and that, <laughs> I was I was right. Well, I was thinking so. as
0: I came out of my mouth, I just said that with such definitiveness. I don't know how much it weighs, yeah. but I know it's a big bird.
2: That's a big bird. Hey, so it's eight pound.
0: So anyway, it had been extinct God. for a lot like eighty years, and then the head of the Cornell Department of Ornithology. Like wrote a, went out to try to rediscover it because you hear all these reports from backwoods folks being like I've, I've seen them, seen, them I've birds solid. that ain't extinct I've seen them bird but there's another bird called a pileated woodpecker it looks a lot like it right. so they'd always be like no you saw a pileated. pileated so this dude the head of the ornithology department Cornell went out in a like kayak for months <laughs> and like got proof of this bird like found it got some for months yeah for months in the, the book and the book is, is him this? 2005 okay that's when the book came out so probably 2003 four. Uh, but it was very controversial. Some mm-hmm. people were like, "Your evidence isn't conclusive." He, he, other people were like, "No, it's well, good." What was his evidence? I mean, it's, I mean, if you really want to get into it, it's, I do. It's annoying. Let's do it. It's it's really Let's nerdy. It. Uh, it. You I know, there's wing patterns. So he had right. he had videotape of like a second of this bird like flying. Oh, so it's like
2: Bigfoot shit.
0: It's like Bigfoot theory yeah. shit. So you can go <laughs> on the website and you can see the clip. But that's what people were like. That wasn't conclusive enough but there was the pileated woodpecker does this knock when it knocks its head okay. it's like a single knock like head one time into the tree but the ivory Bill woodpecker does a very distinctive double knock okay. and so this dude also got audio recordings of this like double knock
2: which is also like Bigfoot you know which that? is
0: also like Bigfoot and he matched him up to audio recordings from like the 30s and Jeez. people were like oh yeah that was an ivory-billed woodpecker so anyway that book just got me all into it like I just thought it was fascinating I, re- so, I couldn't put that book well, down well how did
2: you find that book
0: I don't know. Somebody recommended it to me. And based then I, upon what? like, just you, like it was a, I always read adventure books. Okay. And it's just kinda, like John Krakauer. Yeah, or just like Into Nature. We, yeah, right, Into Nature yeah. We Go. I like stories like that. So that book just, I don't know, wet my whistle. And I after that, you. I was like, I'm into bird watching. Right. And so I have a long bit <laughs> where I write the... Uh, Museum of Natural History in New York City, asking them if I can see their taxidermied specimens of the ivory-billed woodpecker, then it's a back and forth. It's like a
2: exchange. grandfathered taxidermy, right? They have an old one?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So- Yeah. If you were to see one now and kill it- be <laughs> you'd, an be, inter- be you'd be You'd be a real asshole.
2: Wow. So you- But you had a back and forth with them because you wanted to see it, but they have it under protection? Is that well, it?
0: Well, I wanted to see it and- I, I was going to the museum in New York, so I wrote them an email saying, hey, do you have this Because like, they have all sorts of taxidermied yeah. displays. Massive. And I was like, do you have one out in public? And they were like, nah, we have the specimens, but they're not out in public. And I was like, cool, well, maybe you should just let me come back and see them anyway, because I'm interested in this. <laughs> right. And they were like, ha ha, not really, not at all. And then I just kept pestering them. Right. And I just took it out to grandiose terms, because I was like, yeah. who the fuck do you think you are? How often do you get nerds like asking to see taxidermied specimens of Arribil Woodpeckers? You could take five minutes out of your day. Mm-hmm. Lead me back there to look at this thing. You're you're a museum. You're here to educate the public. That's what you're
2: there for. That's what you're there that's for. You're there to for. show people, not to hide, not to hide away. S-
0: so they wouldn't let me see it. So I just went off on them and turned it into this long, ridiculous email exchange that I'll read on stage sometimes.
2: How long? Um, how long ago was that?
0: That I did that bit. Yeah.
2: Or that you did that email, that
0: letter. That exchange. email is like a couple years old. And so I just put out an album, and I'm trying to like retire it because it's it. Mm-hmm. It works right. really well, and I use it as a closer when yeah, I'm lighting. Yeah, I love it. It's so hilarious. it's kind of like, you get lazy, you know what I mean? You have to yeah. retire that bit. You do, but that- so but God, I love doing it. And it's like 10 minutes long, so it just eats up time. How long ago did the your did album come out, though? Uh, May. May. Yeah, I just had an album come out in May. So, what's it called? It's called I Don't Know If I Happy.
2: Okay. I Don't Know If I Happy. Adam, yeah. Kate, and Holland, yeah. I Don't Know If I Happy. That's on there, so- listeners will go and It's the get last that. track. They'll and it, get it
0: yeah, it's on I think it's on Pandora. You can you can find it. It's Have you heard
2: there. anything uh, has there been any repercussions or like you know, had they contacted you? been you know what hey happened?
0: Man. I live in Denver, and <laughs> the uh, Denver Museum of Natural History right? somehow got wind of my bit, and they were like, "You don't have to go to New York, homeboy. Look in your backyard. We have taxidermy specimens of that." Wow! And so they invited me in, and I went back and like checked them out. It was
2: like a photo op or anything. I
0: or mean, what? I took a few on my phone. Canadian
2: but... Adam Caden Holland visits the yeah How build woodpecker. They, they were just
0: cool. It was some, somebody at the museum had been to my show or heard that bit, and they invited me in. Oh, so nice. I got a, I had my day. I got to go see That's those sweet. specimens.
2: Man, I want something like that. I don't still know what it's going to be though. I gotta find. You something gotta to... find
0: a magnificent obsession. What are What are you obsessed with?
2: I mean, I like spiders a lot, but I don't think I like them that specifically. <laughs> yeah. I just like I just like spiders in the sense where I like defending them because I feel like they have like a terrible, terrible rap. Yeah. People, uh, people hate spiders, man. It's ridiculous to me how much they hate them because it's also something where, like, you know, people are like, oh, it's in my house, like, oh, it's right there. I'm like. You know, it's the reason that spiders there is because you definitely have not been using that space. Right, exactly. Like they, they're like, they're like the, um, you know, nature abhors a vacuum, and spiders are like the, the real estate agents of the animal world, where they, they're (laughs) gonna. Well, I'm gonna use this. You got a corner, man. This corner is sitting Absolutely. here. Absolutely,
0: use it or you lose it. I'm gonna it. use this
2: corner. I agree. If you want to clean me out,
0: fine. Clean I me feel out. Like people kill spiders arbitrarily too. It's like they do other insects. You'd be like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna
2: be nice and save it right. and like get it out. They yeah. even people never
0: do that with spiders.
2: Yeah, I'm the opposite. I kill other bugs, but a spider, I'm like, you're gonna you're gonna stay. I mean, I've done I've done some creepy shit with spiders where I've just let them, like. It's on my arm. I'm just going to transfer it to the wall next to my arm and allow it to continue. Because I
0: feel like that's the montage of a superhero movie. Like that's (laughs) that's when you get the bite.
2: Maybe, yeah. I think I probably have they done a Spider-Man. Is that a thing? Um, Like a man? What do you mean, like a man who's like a spider?
0: Yeah, or like a superhero that's got like spidery powers. Trying to think here. Not. We should get on that. that How would that work? I guess
2: he would have like so he would have eight
0: legs he'd have eight legs but still
2: two arms and yeah. he'd
0: live where no one else is around like right. unoccupied real estate yeah he's like
2: a, like a drifter he's, like he's a drifter he's, he's, a, drifter. A, he's a, homo like a spider no he's a, what they call that not a drifter they call it, well, a, drift, they call it a, uh, a squatter a squatter he's a squatter
0: <laughs> okay he's a an eight legged squatter eight-legged superhero. Superhero. And, and he just uh... if people come around he freaks out he's skittish <laughs> so he doesn't really defend yeah. anything
2: and he um he like builds these beautiful intricate paintings in which he lives in yeah and he uh, eats things that no one Else desires and he's very good at it. Absolutely, he's like a he's like a fucking garbage, like a garbage disposal of all types of um, negative refuse of the world. Like he basically eats plastic.
0: Yeah, exactly. Eats plastic. He he takes in the world's trash. Yeah, and it's like no, I'll get rid of this. I'll survive on this. Wow, this could be a really right. beautiful, like almost Zen graphic novel. Right. At this the end of it, he just curls up and dies. That's the real how it Spider-Man,
2: ends. or he gets killed by someone like much much larger than him I don't know who would it be who would destroy him
0: Hmm. What, who would, what rolls into unoccupied spaces? Some big developer, some evil yeah, developer. Just developer. Them out.
2: It's like Monsanto Halliburton.
0: <laughs> like Mon-Santa-Burton. Monsanto Burton. Monsanto Burton's yes, here. Yes, absolutely.
2: I am Carlos Monsanto Burton.
0: <laughs> yeah. I decree Make this area. Make it vaguely ethnic. That'll, that'll, that works. Yeah, it's more villainous. I don't
2: know I always want to be Carlos, because I always want to use Carlos Santana's name out of place. Because <laughs> I feel like his name is too good to be used just as a guy who plays a guitar.
0: Yeah, he's done a lot with it. If we yes. cast Carlos Santana as that villain. Carlos Santana. Carlos,
2: Col- <laughs> we'd like to cast you as a, a mega corporate villain who's after uh, Jim Spiderman.
0: This very uh, innocuous squatter yeah. spider character.
2: He's actually a Spider-Man as opposed to being <laughs> some sort of weird, uppity, over the top, trying to do too much. I hope people are jotting this down. We've got yeah. like, well, I mean, we've got two acts of a movie already. This is done. Yeah. Would just, this would be a great short film, the actual Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so Sad. Yeah, so, yeah. I just I get... super sad because that's what that spiders are. They're just fuck persecuted. I always talk about this, but you know people talk so much shit about spiders. But if spiders were just twice the size they are now, we would be we would be their slaves. Do you think so? I think so. I think just twice the size because they would be. There's so many of them. They're so smart and they're such good hunters and they're so like everywhere. Maybe not twice. Maybe three Wait, times the size. I was going to
0: say twice the size of a spider is like a beetle. We're not slaves to the Beatles. I'll, t- I'll be goddamned if you call me a slave to the Beatles. Okay, Besides, their w- great music. What
2: about like a giant spider, like a wolf spider? Imagine that twice the size. That's the size of like a cat. Yeah. And that thing is like, oh fuck! I just <laughs> actually
0: creep me out. You just took yourself out of <laughs> I your just spider took myself out of my spider. All you got to do is double it. Yeah.
2: Bird be... spider? There's a bird spider. Oh yeah, what's that do? I think it, it eats birds. Really? It'll catch small birds in its uh, web and it will it will eat the bird.
0: Damn. But yeah. you would
2: not be happy with them.
0: Do you? I want to take it back to birds <clears throat> for a second. Let's take it back to birds. Do you like birds? Uh, yeah, I like birds. Because when I when you found out that I was a bird watcher, you like responded immediately as if like you had an affinity or you're. Well, just I just
2: like, like nature a lot. Yeah, and
0: I think that. Um, you're from Minnesota, right? Yeah. Minnesota is uh, home to the most owls of oh, any state, cool. in the country. I've never Man. been to Minnesota, but I've been reading about it. Owls they have they have like all these awesome. nighttime. Tours really? you can take and like through the woods of Minnesota. Oh, yeah. That sounds awesome to me.
2: That'd be fun. I saw um, when I was a kid, we go to the Corey Hill Nature Center. And my in my hometown of Rochester, and they had these. One of the things we would do as a kid is you'd get like an owl pellet. Yeah, yeah. And you get to like pick it apart with tweezers and shit. Find
0: all the mouse bones. Oh my god, that's yeah. the
2: coolest thing in the entire world.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did that in zoo school. We had school you could go to at the Denver Zoo when you were a kid, just for like yeah, two weeks. That's it. And we yeah just pick, pick apart, apart owl that pellets. Owl pellet. And then you could hold a like a boa constrictor. They take your photo. it was oh. a Pretty pretty sweet week. At the zoo. I wanted
2: to get a boa so bad.
0: Yeah, you. So cool. I could see that. I always think people man. that had snakes were weird.
2: They are because they are. They're very yeah. weird. And I think now I wouldn't have one because it would require it would require me to be A certain level of weird. Yeah, it's like a person who has rats. It's like you just you gotta be. You just have to be a little bit strange. I had a
0: friend growing up who had all sorts of reptiles and snakes, and he was so into like feeding the rats to them that I watched it sometimes and it was weird. And then he got really into like when we started getting into like eighth and ninth grade and doing biology and dissecting frogs Mm -hmm. and stuff. He was fascinated by that, and he started ordering animals from like science magazines to dissect and like on his own time. This guy could only be one thing: a serial killer or a vet and I'm happy to say he's a vet, vet. now. I mean he, like grew he was just a, he was an earnest guy and just want to know about it but like he was my ninth grade friend, and he ordered things and like, fucking dissected them like on a spare pig. Time. Yeah.
2: Hey man, come over. <laughs> yeah. I'm at a a like, fetal nah, pig party.
0: It's all right, Ted. You just keep dissecting that shit. But he's a, he's a vet now, so it works out.
2: He's a vet. He's yeah. a vet tech. Yeah. Speaking of vet, I was at the vet today. Hey, so bringing it back. Bring it back. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> audience, audience of two. Here we are.
0: They're not even listening. They're busily oh, yeah. scribbling our script for Spider Man, yeah. the sad, sad action Spider-Man, movie. Spider
2: Man, the real Spider Man, with, huh?
0: Car- with ca- featuring Carlos Santana. <laughs>
2: Carlos Santana is not Spider-Man but the <laughs> man who does not like Spider-Man even though Spider-Man is he's like Edward Scissorhands really mm-hmm. but better because Scissorhands are like you know it's fucking scissors and you could shred
0: a guitar Shredded. with all those Scissorhands
2: birds so you um. what other birds though are good
0: none of them that's it just, just every build. build no tons of birds are good man owls are pretty great owls are pretty great birds of prey are just interesting yeah raptors raptors are very cool
2: oh I have a good story about raptors please yeah. you'll probably enjoy this so uh, my girlfriend found a a white barn owl at her house her parents house in, in Claremont really and this barn owl was like was found on a bush face down wings out like very unnatural right no blood like we don't they don't. alive. No, it's dead. Oh,
0: it was dead. It was okay. dead. Okay.
2: It was like this is really strange, right? Like what and this is an owl, it's dead. Yeah, I like a heart attack. Yeah, I, that's what all I could figure out what it was, right? And uh so I naturally am like, oh, we have to get this bird mounted cuz it's, you know, it's an owl, it's so fucking amazingly yeah, cool, cool looking,
0: right? And it's this barn owl too. Yeah. Those are like those kind of slit eyes. Oh, they look yeah. so scary. They're very cool.
2: Yeah. I guess they're the most common owl, though.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. But cool. these, I, I, I would have said great horned. I don't know.
2: Well, great horned, I think this is... Oh, shit. I think it's a barn owl. I'm pretty sure it's a barn owl. It's okay. white. has yeah. that white face, Yeah, no, moon and that's, face. that's a barn owl. That's Ooh,
0: you're, spooky. You nailed it.
2: Yeah, it's a barn owl. And so her dad put it in the freezer, because that's what you're supposed <laughs> to do. Okay. Because I was like, look, I will, pay, I will pay hundreds of dollars to get this thing stuffed. Absolutely. Because I want this thing. And so... Uh, There's a woman who's a fan of the podcast, Beth Beverly, shout out. She's a taxidermist in Philadelphia, and she's like amazing taxidermist, does amazing taxidermy. And um, I was like, oh, I'll have her, I'll see if she can do it. turns out that like um, all raptors are so heavily protected by a federal law, I would probably go to fucking prison for trying to get this. So I was making all these calls. Trying to find like a rogue taxidermist. Yeah, you got to find a
0: sketchy taxi, right. not not Bev. She sounds like a pro.
2: Right. Well, she's a pro, but I mean, also she's like far away, so it'd be a matter of like how shipping do I get this in. there? Yeah. And even then, like then then you're violating interstate commerce <laughs> you're laws. You're shipping it so all like, across the country. So why are you in prison, Johnny? Oh, well, I um I mailed. A and da- I mailed a federally protected species yeah. across state lines <laughs> to have it to have it mounted for my Te- personal entertainment yeah, and decoration. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm in federal prison. Yeah. So I'm thinking of trying to find someone local. I make all these calls to different people, and everyone's like, either just totally, um, totally just what is the word like a flake? Yeah. Or they're like, um, I have to say now that you've asked me this. You know, because people are scared because their emails are being read or whatever, like, that I cannot legally do this, and this is against the law, and you even possessing this, the fact that you have it in your freezer is already a crime. What? I know. That's crazy. So, I'm like, holy shit. So, right now, technically, I'm admitting right now that I Do you still have it in your freezer? I do not. Okay. Hasn't been in the freezer for Where's a long the time. Where's the owl? The owl, <laughs> well, here's, this is the mistake I made. So, I'm like, okay, we, we it's, it's too much effort to get this owl uh, stuffed- and it's there's only a certain amount of time that you want to have a dead, a dead bird, bird in your, in your freezer. freezer. Sure. It starts to get like. Every time you uh, go for a
0: puddin' pop, it's yeah. like, oh, okay. There's,
2: just, there's no room for a pizza when yeah, you have a dead owl in your freezer. Let's just get this out of here. And uh, so I'm like, okay, well, we've got to be, do something with this. And um, what I should have done is bury it, right? Because I, I was like, oh, it well, well, would be cool to have the skull, right? An owl skull would be cool. Yeah. The right, at least maybe some bones and stuff.
0: God, I, this is there's so many cool opportunities. You could have buried it one year later, had a cool owl skull unearthing yeah, party in your backyard.
2: I know. That's pretty bad. Could have done it, but I made the mistake of thinking, I don't know what, because our house is rented, so I didn't feel like I, There's no proper place at our house to to dig a deep hole and put sure. an owl skull, which I would feel like it wouldn't get dug up or whatever by right. a dog or some shit. And I thought about putting it in the community garden, but then the same thing. And there's always people <laughs> over there who are digging. Yeah. You know, people mess with my plants as, as it is, right. So, let alone like a weird, what is this? What's this shallow grave? Yeah, here? exactly. You know? That's not a scallion. Right. So I took it and I put it in a mesh bag, like a laundry bag that came with some Ikea or some Bed Bath & Beyond laundry bag. I put it in this mesh bag and I went down to the river and I trussed it up in a tree and I would go check on it like every couple of weeks, and I was when I was you running, just
0: hung it up in the tree.
2: Yeah, because no one goes down there except for like bums and stuff. Right. Like, I figured it would get people get maggoted, or we get uh, what's it called decomposed, uh, debrided, or whatever that would, okay. what they call it when they when the things yeah would decompose, and it would be the bag would contain the skull.
1: <laughs> that's I love it. That's
2: gonna be the name of this episode, by the way. The, the bag, bag will contain, contain the skull. The
0: skull. <laughs> that's a great.
2: So, I, and I, I, uh, you know, would check up on it, and I, it was like two months. I'm like, nothing's happening here. It doesn't even smell. Really? Like it smells a little bit. But I'm like, what's the what the fuck? Is this not appetizing to the microorganisms and maggots of the universe that are brimming with the LA Rivers brimming with you know, yeah. trash and and. And, and that kind just, of
0: stuff. Just scavenging creatures, you think would find that exactly? And yeah. something
2: would uh, would at least pick the flesh off, it, to the point where I can have a nice, nice skull of a barn owl on my just desk. A t- just a
0: talking piece yeah. on the coffee table. Oh,
2: that's the that's the barn owl that I did not kill. Right. I did not kill at all, <laughs> and it had nothing to do with its with its death. So, and then, but then it's like I'm you know I'm jogging, I jog periodically, and I notice this huge LA River cleanup day, and I'm like. They found that thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, how creepy is that? If you're, to clean, if you're out there with your kids, like, oh, we're, we're helping them clean the Wait, River. Wait, so like the
0: public was doing is like an effort for everybody yeah, to go clean up Yeah, to the the people
2: down there to sweep the oh, Allegheny okay. River. I have a feeling that they, the, the, I have a feeling it's not there anymore. I haven't checked. Oh, you haven't checked? Dude, this needs to be a
0: two-part podcast. Okay. And then the rec- next part of the recording is us at the L.A. River. Post the follow-up. Yeah. I mean, there's no way it's still there.
2: I can't think so. It's too – but the thing is, it's also where I would have a lot of, tr- a lot of trouble finding it sometimes. Yeah. Even though I know exactly where it is because it's just this, you know, branches and it's thick with all kinds of horrible overgrowth of invasive species and stuff. So
0: That's crazy, man. Who knows, man? It might yeah. still be there. I, I, I appreciate know. the efforts you went to. Taxidermy is hard to come by. It is. It, it is. I. Yeah. My dad got me for a birthday uh, taxidermied. It's a a California loon. It's a big bird. Oh, man. Loons are cool. And I have it at my house, and so he got it from his friend who's like an antique guy. Right. And they're buddies, so his friend will call him all the time when something comes in that's a new taxidermied bird. And he'll be like, hey, I got something your son might be interested in, which is nice of this guy. So he he called one time, and he's like, I got something your son might be interested in. I went in there. And it was a fucking bald eagle Holy with shit. its wings outstretched. It's like seven like feet. Ta- it was and its talons like ah! clenched, like attack mode, like
2: Colbert Report.
0: It- exactly, <laughs> dude. It was terrifying. And he's like, "What do you?" It was like six hundred bucks or something. That's but not I, pr- bad I probably have gotten down dude. to like four. But I, it was so ter- – I didn't have a girlfriend at the time. I do now. But I was like, I can't mount this in my house and, like, have girls over and be like, hey, like, that's immediate. Like, okay, you are a serial killer with this terrifying mounted eagle that or in you'll attack mode.
2: Some ama- you'll either attract, like, amazing, amazing women or mm-hmm. it'll just be, like – the. Absolute detractment constantly. Yeah, at
0: the time, I decided it was just wasn't a good move. I also it was like too expensive, but I, I uh Yeah, I, got, I, also, I, I it's, it got away. I, now I wish I had that eagle. It was so they, big, it would just dominate the house. Wait, you need like a hunter's lodge. Well, how does that, that
2: work in. though? Because that's a fe- that's hugely protected.
0: Huge, I mean, it must be an, an antique. There must be okay, some it's a grandfather. Right, it's grandfathered yeah. in. So or
2: so so they say. So
0: they say yeah. it looked oh. pretty fresh.
2: <laughs> yeah, man, I should have found out about that guy. Yeah. Rogue. Rogue.
0: He's in Denver. He's mm-hmm. not a rogue. He's legit. But, he's, a uh, he's a real deal. He's a real deal. Did you go an hunting at all and stuff? No, I know? hate it. I don't like hunting. Don't hunting. I'm not a hunter.
2: Uh, Not at all. Did you ever have an experience with it where it was like turned you off from it or anything?
0: I've fired guns more than most people probably. Just because Colorado, shotguns. I've gone to shooting range with some pistols. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like Colorado's more gun friendly than a lot of places. Not Denver, but you go into the mountains and people got their guns. People like their land. So you just always had friends in the summer. You're like, oh, we're going to my grandpa's cabin. We're going to shoot guns like I did that. But it never got my blood boiling. Like I I didn't like it. It's just like it's too loud. I, I, I wasn't attracted to it
2: by any means. Have you heard about these guys who collect eggshells? No. They collect eggs. Um, it's like this weird obsession. And most of them are English. I mean, I read about this in a, a New Yorker article, so that's why I know about it. But sure. these guys who are, they're like bird-obsessed guys, but they collect eggs. And they're, they, um, they try to collect every species they possibly can, and they'll, do, they'll go to, like, great they're like
0: go steal them from nests and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. It's
2: they are there's an entire wing of the government in England that is is uh, tasked with pers- with uh, prosecuting these guys. It's like this crazy dragnet cat and mouse thing that do goes on. They have on. a way
0: of preserving the eggs like i figured they do. They'd fall apart. They
2: poke a hole in the top and bottom and they extract the uh the innards yeah, yeah. and that's what they and they keep them in these like elaborate Velvet-lined uh, uh, mahogany cases, and it's like this big—you know—it's like one of those things, you know, those old English societies where it's like these, a society of men. And and they the meet Royal once Society of, of
0: Adventurers and shit. Exactly. Like that. Yeah, it's
2: totally that. It's something where it sounds fake and sounds like some Wes Anderson construction, but it's actually these weird old British dudes who are just obsessed with stealing the eggs of exotic birds, and they have some have collections that are like hundreds and hundreds, That's so like weird. thousands of eggs. It's nuts, man.
0: It's a lot of, like, the early, like, American explorers and the early American birders were the same way. They were, like, just sort of trying to get these things for their collections. They could have given a shit about science. It's like Like, Audubon, right? Audubon killed more birds than, like, anybody. I mean, you had to. Hundreds. Well, you had to. You had to shoot them, you know, like, doll them up and then paint them. He wasn't, like, painting them in the wild. He was shooting birds all over the country. I mean, but
2: in a way, he had to, because to, to describe them, you can't You really, had to. I don't yeah. think
0: he was like- I think he right. was had genuine intentions, but I think a lot of these dudes are like these British guys who are like, I yeah, want everything. I want the best from the most obscure corners
2: of the world. They're like record collectors, but they're taking eggs but from birds. But they're taking birds. eggs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They um, did, Didn't the Audubon also used to eat his birds? Isn't that I don't true? know
0: about that. I'm I thought not There sure. was some
2: famous uh, birder or ornithologist who, you know, he, you, you shoot the bird, you paint it. Makes, and hey, you, um, you consume it.
0: I got respect for that. You're yeah. using the whole part of it. I do know there's a story of bringing it all full circle. Right. There's a story of Audubon uh, capturing an ivory-billed woodpecker. Right. And uh, he shot it, but he didn't kill it. Well, he captured it, then he shot it? No, he shot it. And it didn't kill it, but he had injured oh, okay. it. Okay, and so he he got it, put it in a sack, and was just traveling around. Checked into some inn, and like put the bird in his room. And went yeah. back out, and when he came back, this like injured ivory Bill woodpecker had like hammered through the wall and escaped.
2: It's badass.
0: Badass ivory Bill woodpeckers, man.
2: Looking badass, bro.
0: Yeah, I hope they are actually God. exist again cuz well, they're pretty badass. I want to go see one. But I thought they do. Well, this guy proved it. I believe it. And since this guy in 2005 came out and right. many other scientists have been like, "Oh, I found one and I found one." There's spotting spotings of them more. But they're probably It's low still numbers. a very controversial bird. It's like yeah. real birders would probably think I'm a hack for talking about the most really? exciting like oh, okay. bird. It would yeah. be like you and me talking I about the Johnny you. Come Lately comedian. be like, "Oh, are you going to talk about yeah, I don't know.
2: It's like I was talking about Louis C.K. Right. It's like, like it's. A, okay, we, yeah, we got, he's
0: great. We get it. Why don't yeah, you tell it. us? Okay. Tell us a little bit more. You're in the field. You so know? what
2: Louis did is he he was right. able to um.
0: Ivory billed woodpecker is the Louis C.K. of birds. Okay, you nailed it.
2: So <laughs> great, but also there's enough words. And perhaps too beautiful for this world. Mm. Mm. Do you ever think that that some species are just destined to be extinct because that is that is a, that is the nature of of nature right that the species do naturally become extinct and more do become uh, like they they differentiate themselves from other species to become a new species for sure
0: but you know it depends on your definition of natural like yeah. there's there's st- reports of when you know this country was settled right. you know Clouds of Carolina parakeets would literally cover the sun. It would like blacken oh, as millions and millions of. And now that species is extinct. In what like happened to it? Was it hunted? We shot, we shot. them all and ate them all. And they
2: taste good. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so is that natural? Maybe no. I don't know.
2: Well, I don't know. There's I mean, some people who will argue with me about this. They'll say that anything that happens is natural because humans are part of nature. So you guess you could say that, but I mean that's the thing. I don't. I, I don't know if I believe that. I don't. I I struggle with that definition myself because I mean if you want to pull back far enough, that is true. That anything humans do is natural because we are we're part of the nature. But
0: sure, but it seems like a convenient excuse for is. just allowing us to plow through anything. Yeah. Like for example, when again when, you know settled this country uh they people especially from england brought over a lot of starlings the bird okay. called a starling cuz yeah, shakespeare writes about starlings but
2: they're a horrible nuisance now aren't yeah, they and yeah and they're
0: like a non native species so they would just take other birds nests yeah. they the starling in this country is responsible for like the devastation of numerous other types of birds that were endemic here My just used because to shoot the settlers things. were like oh we like shakespeare and he writes about starlings bring us starlings yeah. and that just like completely changed the ecosystem of the whole country so was, is is that natural cuz Right, because we like Shakespeare writing about the starlings, so we ruined a whole country with bringing them in. Like,
2: yeah, I mean, I think know. it's not. Fuck I think
0: starlings. It's, is what I'm trying. I to think say. it's
2: probably not natural. I think it's something where, because if you, if the thing knows what it's doing, then it's. I don't. I mean, it's, I hard, know. To it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. I don't know. Either way, the ivory bill woodpecker may be a goner eventually. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, it already was once, yeah. and it's very limited. Now, so yeah. it's not long for the world.
2: I kind of feel like pandas are the same way. Like the reason it's so hard to get them to fuck is because pandas. Is that we said, yeah, pandas. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, they. Yeah. I think they don't want to. They're like, no, we're this we're is done. this is us. We're we're going now. We're yeah. we're going to this. We're we're hitting our spaceships and we're going to like a different place. Well, the ivory woodpecker was like
0: down in the south in the bayou, and that was a yeah. part of the country that was just logged to the oh, end. That's right. Post- yeah post-Civil War. Like, the North almost punitively punished the South. They're like right. We're taking everything. So, like, their whole mm-hmm. environment was just devastated. So, they're they're not long for the world either. They're kind of like, right. we're, we're on our way out.
2: That's a big thing, too, is that – because some of those creatures need such a big habitat that they right. – you just can't – it's hard to – it's hard to allow that to happen with with suburban expansion, vlogging.
0: <sighs> All you can do is honor them on your body, like yeah. I did by getting an Ivy League Woodpecker right. tattoo. And I told the woman who I got the tattoo from, I was like, I'm kind of thinking I might just do. She's in Chicago. Mm-hmm. She's like this fancy tattoo artist I found. I was like, I think maybe every time I come to Chicago, I'm just going to get. A new extinct bird from nice. you, and she's like, "I'm into it." So I'm just my next one's gonna be a Carolina parakeet. What does it look get, like,
2: the Carolina parakeet?
0: It looks like just a green, pretty parakeet. <laughs> it looks like most other parakeets. It's, it's like, got, like a, a reddish parakeet. Head. It's just kind of want one. Just more country. Do you eat chicken? Yeah, you do eat chicken. Yeah, yeah I do. I don't, I like birds a lot, but I'll still I'll still eat them. Yeah. I'll eat a duck. A duck. I mean a duck. A
2: lot of people don't like duck. I don't like, I'm not a big fan of duck.
0: Oh, I think it's. I don't eat it a lot, but it's fucking delicious. It's good. It's just so. It's, I think like it's overly delicious. It's very fatty. Yeah, it's, it's a fatty. Very fatty bird. Um, That's where the good taste comes in, though.
2: There's an old podcast of this podcast mm-hmm. that uh, was uh, a podcast of my friend Phil cooking some uh, pheasant, and I think some. It's him cooking ham. pheasant. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because he's a you know he's a Minnesota hunter guy. You know, sure. He's like, Goes out and shoots these birds and cooks them up and oh my god! Oh, but it was good. It's like the best. It's yeah. like the best thing I've ever had. I mean, it definitely the the. The process of watching someone make it, and the fact that you know it was hunted—you like, appreciate all that yeah. went into it. You're you're tasting it with your eyes a bit. You're <laughs> tasting it with your brain. That's nice. Yeah, there's a little bit of like a, a little prequel to it.
0: But Man, I wish I had known. I would have prepared some sort of really rare bird for you on this. show.
2: Yeah, well, that's what we do here. It's uh, most people come really prepared with yeah. something to to serve up. You gave up. me
0: no idea. I, I would know. have brought and I would have found a California native bird and I would have <laughs> cooked it for you. I would have found a California quail.
2: Oh, is that is that? It, I think edible. that's the state bird. I have a friend who uh, is a hunter, and he hunts. He, he's not a hunter hunter, but he's like. He lives in California, and he hunts these um, pigeons, some type of a pigeon that you can eat that lives out like in the mountains in Pasadena and shit. Hmm. He loves them. Hey, barbecues them up. Fuck yeah! Gets them all slicked down. That baby key size. Oh man, mm-hmm. squab!
0: I think they call that squab. Is squab? Like, I think pigeon, when it's served as food, is called squab. I never heard that. Yeah.
2: Man, see, this is, what, this is what this is all about. It's about like getting, getting, getting factoids. It's uh, getting me plugged in, you know, getting me up to speed. Can I tell you one more bird fact? Oh, that's my favorite. I want to know all the bird facts. This one is
0: I like to I like to tell people this because I think everyone's heard the phrase uh, as the crow flies. Right. So I've I've recently learned the origin of that phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, r- the difference between ravens and crows is right. size and their beaks are different. Ravens have a more gnarly beak, so they it's larger, can, right? It's larger, mm-hmm. so they can essentially scavenge. So if like a deer is hit on the side of the road, a raven can go and with its strong beak it can like get through the deer pelt to get into the meat. Mm -hmm. A crow cannot. They don't have a strong enough thing. So back in the day when like Native Americans were out organizing hunting parties, Mm -hmm. crows would follow them because they knew that they were going to eventually cut up the animals they killed and they weren't able to get through the pelt themselves, so they'd go get the extras. So these crows are so smart, they eventually started leading the hunting parties, being like, hey, fly this way, there's animals over here. And they would follow the crow, go kill them, cut them open, the crows would get to eat. So that's the phrase, as the crow flies, was like smart crows showing hunting parties where the the game was. That's
2: amazing. Meanwhile, I've tripped on a sidewalk break while looking at my cell phone. (laughs) Right, right, exactly. We've come so far. Ugh, we really have. I, do you ever hate that? Just hate that about, like, people? What? That we're, like, so disconnected with nature. You know what S- I mean? Like, where something like that would probably, well, that will probably never happen to us in our lives. No, we'll, I, yeah, we'll we've to, gone too far. Get to be in that sort of oh, uh, symbiotic relationship with something that's, like, a, also a sentient being. You know?
0: No, I know. I'm the same way. I'm no mountain man. You know, I'm yeah, glued to my I'm phone not. all the yeah. time. Like, yeah, we're, those days are long gone.
2: It sucks.
0: It does suck.
2: It also sucks to be so uh, acutely aware of it. <laughs> I think that's the worst, where it's like you just know... Yeah, yeah, no, it's not happening.
0: I don't know. I think if people are listening to this yeah. podcast, they should take their cell phones out, smash them into the Just wall, in the and head wall. for the highest ground you can
2: find. Unless you're Change listening to the podcast everything. on your phone. Unless you're listening <laughs> on
0: your phone, then let it finish. Unless,
2: <laughs> this case, first, uh, go to PayPal and make a donation <laughs> of a significant amount because you don't need money.
0: This is the last podcast you it. need to listen to. This is This is the final This is day. the one that set you free. Head
2: for the hills. Follow that crow. Follow that crow to the meat. I was told that crows are considered a keystone species. I don't know Which means that. they can exist in any environment, and they do exist in any environment. They help each other out, I they're guess. They're smart. Crows yes, are very smart. they're super smart. Yeah. I want to get a crow, pet crow.
0: I really- I wonder how hard that is. While I It's like we were talking about snake people being weird people. Yeah. While I love birds, I would never own a bird. I think people yeah. who own birds are weird, too.
2: They are. I think Well, because it's like the thing they, For one, they make the more noise than anything. Oh, they're the worst. Like it's like it's just that – because sometimes they're just like, ah, just screaming. My it's friend just had weird... a parakeet,
0: and you just walk into his house, and they just let it fly around, and it would just attack your head. It would just, like, <laughs> dive. It's like, what is – this is how you guys live? What this is, is bad. this? bad. It's also, like, something odd about the impulse being like,
2: oh, this beautiful thing is free and flies.
0: Live in my live in this cage right. in my house.
2: Well, that's that would be what I wanted with a crow is to have it be where it's like, oh, you're super cool, man. I'm going to keep hanging out with you. I don't know why I don't have to, but I want I want to hang out with you. That
0: I think would be the coolest thing yeah. ever. I wanted my dream would be an owl that lives Ooh. in my backyard mm-hmm. and it's free. It goes and hunts right. and flies around, but it knows. It, like if I whistled, it'd land on my shoulder, and I could walk around oh, parties yeah. and be like, "Yeah, this is my owl." That'd be great. But it's free, you know. It's his own owl. We
2: just get along. But it will, if it feels like I don't I don't like someone, it will extract your eye. <laughs> it will attack. It will, it will take your eye from your face and. And then I blow the whistle.
0: And I make yeah. a display. I make an example of someone.
2: How do we do that, though? How do you get a crow right now? Is it possible? You, I think it is possible. Happen?
0: I think it definitely happened. I but I think it takes a lot more work than you or I are willing to do. A lot
2: of do. work and a lot of uh, not wearing of shoes, I think.
0: Yeah, right? definitely. we got yeah. too many shows to get to.
2: Shows. you got to do shows. Uh, what do you have coming up with comedy stuff that's interesting? That's um excited about.
0: I, my friends and I made this, like, pilot on Amazon right. called Those Who Can't, and they've... Uh, this is the Grawlix. The Grolux dudes.
2: Where does that name come from?
0: Um, in a comic strip, when there's a swear, like oh. it's like asterisk ampersand, like they're that's trying to, stick- a, that's, that, that's called a Grawlix Okay, uh, so that's what we named it from. Right. So we did a pilot on Amazon, and Amazon has now bought six scripts. So we're writing scripts Wait. of those who can't. That's cool. I'm excited about that. And
2: w- so you guys, when are you gonna start making it?
0: Uh, we'll see. We'll see if they we'll pick see. the scripts up. Yeah. We're just writing the scripts, and then I'm doing a comedy festival. Pick it up. And, yeah, please pick, pick it up. Pick them up. Pick it up. Amazon, we'll we'll
2: make the funny. Sh- we'll make the funnies. Pick them up. Pemberton said it. Pemberton's testing the popper stopper <laughs> on this mic. P- pick them up. <laughs> pick them up and take them. Pick them up. There's something. Uh, Please pick it up. Pick, em up. pick
0: them up. And then I also want to plug. I'm doing a comedy festival called the High Plains Comedy Festival. Oh, that's in that's in Denver. It's in Denver right? in like two weeks. Cool. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna, gonna be a great time. Sponsored and sponsored by Nabisco. No. 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 They're out there, right? The Misco exists as a thing.
2: Is it in Denver? Yeah. You guys have Nabisco? Is that Nabisco? Nabisco is that Nabisco's where Nabisco's like lives? a multi
0: international brand. I just,
2: for some reason, just now in my head, I decided that Nabisco was based in Denver, which sure. is probably not true. No,
0: but let's take it. We, yeah. yeah, so it's a Nabisco sponsored festival. It's the Nabisco, Nabisco Comedy Festival. I of
2: love that cross hatching red squares. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God.
0: Right. Um, so I'm hoping this thing will be a success and be a big annual festival. High Plains Comedy Festival. So it's the first festival. one? This is the first one.
2: Okay, and, but is it you guys doing it?
0: It's me. Oh. Fuck those other dudes. It's me. Uh, you started it. I'm starting it. Oh, heck yeah. yes. It's, it's my baby. Nice. Um, And it's happening in two weeks, and I'm hoping it turns into a really fun annual Bridgetown type of thing.
2: You just have to uh, You just let it grow.
0: Yeah. So, first year's small, but we got Reggie Watts and Kyle Kinane and a a handful of great comics, and it's going to be a lot of fun.
2: Hell yeah. So, go drive to the High Plains in your um, Throw your
0: cell phone against the wall. Follow the Crow. Head towards the Rocky Mountains. Be there. Follow the Crow to the Rocky Mountains for the High Plains Comedy Festival, August 23rd and 24th. And while you're there, tweet at Amazon and say, pick it up,
2: pick it up. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back.
3: Please hold while your call is being transferred. You to direct your call.
2: I have no clue. I was born in 89. A, a
3: simulacrum means... Happy Kim Trail Day. Yes, that was my supervisor. Johnny, hold that thought. I can't tell you that over the phone. Do you want to get struck by lightning?
1: Twisting the wind with Johnny Pemberton on Feral Audio. Yeah. What are you doing? Are you gonna check it out? Okay <laughs>
0: That was good.
2: That was, was pretty good. That was pretty good like little a quick one, yeah. That's what we call it. A turn of phrase, I believe that's what they used to call it back in the day. Great, 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 great. See was real. It's not. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. It's like a
0: good drive time intro.
2: Yeah, is this a drive time? It's probably late. I think everyone listens to this podcast when they're like really stoned, at like eleven o'clock on a Tuesday. is mm-hmm. typically when people will listen to this. It's a you know it's psychedelic of nature. We're back with Adam Caden Holland.
0: Mm-hmm. Adam.
2: Or AK-ho. (laughs) AK-ho. Do we go AK-ho?
0: All the time, starting now, starting never. Has no one ever said AK-ho? No one's ever said AK-ho. I
2: have this weird disease where it's like I want to shorten people's names in a way where it's like... Like I call Dustin, I call him Do Stan. I don't know if I do. I, I don't say it to Dustin that much, but I say it to him like, all right, uh, I'm gonna go hit up Do Stan, <laughs> or like. Just, you just want
0: to go right to like bro time with everybody. Yeah, bro The quickest time, way to do that is nicknames.
2: Nicknames, yeah. And I mean, I'm g- guilty as charged. <laughs> uh, A.K. How, yeah. How, um, what
0: do you do for yourself,
2: Jay Pembert? Oh, um, I get j Pems, I guess. j Pems, but I always, Pems Cup. Pems Cup, or it would be like Joe Pay. Joe Pay. Uh, Joe weird. Pems. Because it's like taking it – you know, you're just cutting – it's like – You have too
0: good of a name to cut up, I think. Johnny Pemberton's it's, perfect. It's a
2: pretty good name. It it's works a, out. Yeah, yeah, it
0: works out well. I wouldn't do anything with that. Yours is good. Adam Caden Holland works. You ever it's thought a lot about of...
2: Ditching the Caden or just Ditching Dude, the Holland? We
0: were on a show the other night, mm-hmm. uh, Hot Tub. And right. Kristen Shaw just like gets right in my face. She's like, Adam Caden, Clayton Holland. I was like, Caden oh, Holland. She's like, what is that? I was like, it's a hypheny last name. She's like, you got to ditch that. I was like, God. come on, Kristen. She's like, why, why would you have that? And I was like, I don't know, because my mom's a feminist and attached her name to it, and I'm honoring both sides of the family. She's like, no, you should ditch one. Yeah,
2: Kristen is a, she's an interesting bird.
1: Kristen's Cr- she a very interesting she bird. She
2: entered me that night by um, talking about a conversation we had a year ago about how She's like, you got to find a way to not just be in the trailers of the movie. I'm like, I'll do that. To not just be in the trailers well, of the cause movie? Well, because like, I was in that This Is 40 trailer uh-huh. uh, slightly more than I was in the actual movie. Okay. So it was one of those things where it's like this People were misnomer. expecting more of you or something They in the were, film. and it's also a thing where it's like you're basically being used for marketing when you're uh, not getting compensated I because see. if you work for like a day on a film you're not like really I getting... see what you're saying so it's just that thing but whatever she's funny like, she means she's a very strange intro for she's so
0: nice show. and she's, she really yeah. genuinely wonders and wants to help you but it's, it's a little off-putting you're like I'm not going to change my name tonight yeah. Kristen Shaw. appreciate but it maybe you will eventually maybe the seed has been planted we'll, we'll watch like yeah. I do it in a year and it just explodes she's, she's this a- genius AK-ho. she's like I told you AK-ho that's what <laughs> AK-ho! you needed to do I'm just playing urban clubs across yeah. the country
2: AK. I don't know, they wouldn't even get that. would be like, what, is, what the fuck is AK Ho? I don't know. Maybe it's like a mil- it sounds like a military thing. Yeah. We we're or were. due back at 1800 at AK Ho. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bravo, Charlie Bass, Touchdown, Dynamite. We're in push.
0: way over our head, guys. Call for AK Ho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need Arc Light in here. AK Ho. Choppers come in. Mm-hmm.
2: Speaking what? of choppers, they can fly. Yeah. And also, we've been talking about birds. We've been
0: talking about and birds. You
2: said you have a couple more bird stories that I want to hear. Well, boring or not? We'll say it again. Boring or not? I want the boredom.
0: Okay. Um,
2: I think there's there's definitely this way too much emphasis on things being entertaining.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. that's why I come on podcasts. Yeah. People like, we've been having a great run. <laughs> our numbers are up, and it seems like all our listeners are having a lot of fun. Let's get Kate Holland in here. Get him in here,
2: but get it. Slow it. Pump
0: it, the brakes a little breaks, bit. Pump the brakes.
2: Get it real. Get it real, real. Get it real. Like, some real uh,
0: dry facts that he hasn't <laughs> researched well, but even, he thinks that he's that he thinks are right.
2: Even the way you say that, the way you said dry Just facts. really
0: dry facts. Yeah. For the Chardonnay crowd. <laughs> Do
2: you ever have that when you're on <laughs> That's stage? That's gonna
0: be my new album, Kate and Adam Caten-Holland, Dry facts for the, the Chardonnay, Chardonnay
2: crowd. crowd. <laughs> that will be awesome. That'll probably be a hit, yeah. even accidentally, <laughs> just through like keyword searches on Amazon. Yeah, like, exactly. Like drunk divorcee, just like I ain't something. I, I become a hero
0: it. of like forty something menopausal women. Oh yeah, I'm their comic. A.K. Ho. he gets AK-ho, us. Come
2: over. I have some bird literature. I want you to check out. Right. Can I, I want you to check out this bird. And tell me if it's a. Is this a good bird? I don't know. And
0: I'm just turned. Hattie, and I'm talking shit about every, like, uh, just getting into fights with, like, who's, like, a 40-year-old actress I could get into a fight oh, with? Katherine I Hagel. Again, is fight she with 40? Well, she I'm, probably and, is 40. Conveniently, yeah. She's
2: probably 70. <laughs> I was actually talking about her on stage last night about crucifying her. Really? You know, was, well, I was talking about her, like, if, we, if there's ever a petroleum crisis or something where, where shit really gets bad, people like her... Are n- people are not going to like her. <laughs> because no. they gonna be like, uh, you've had it too long, we're going to string you up and fillet you at a shell station on Riverside Drive <laughs> or something, you know? But I hope I was, you
0: opened with that. I did. And then closed, because it was so successful yeah. you called back.
2: Well, I did call back to because I was like, "I now I'm probably never going to get a job in a movie again, because... We yeah. heard that you were talking about crucifying Catherine Heigl. Yeah, we shouldn't publicly. be talking about this now. I don't, I I don't want again. this
0: to taint my career. I got this, I,
2: this. is the podcast. This is my official career ruining podcast because <laughs> I talked about a uh, numerous breaking numerous federal crimes. Agricultural crimes, or what do you call them?
0: Although, just as you're trying to break down your career, I think you and I could rebuild your career and mine if we made a movie about trying to get that out. We don't want to send it, so we drive it across state borders. Buddy flick, road trip comedy, add a little pathos to it, like maybe one of us has got a dead father on the other end, or an estranged father that we're trying to connect through, and it's you and I trying to go get this taxidermied bird
2: stuffed. That is honestly a great idea. It's a great idea for a flick. Here's what I say. Why not? Let's Why not? I've read so many pieces of, of fucking trash. Yeah. Stuff that isn't worth printing out to start a fire.
0: Absolutely. That is. I got, think that'd be good. It's, it's like you don't know why the it. character's upset, but clearly something's a little off that he just fixates on this owl and he's like, oh, yeah. I just gotta get this thing stuffed. Like
2: I, look, I gotta get this owl stuffed.
0: Like his life is chaos, and this is the order that he needs <laughs> in his life. Yeah. We need
2: to get more ice. The owl's getting hot. <laughs> it's gonna ruin the owl.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's
2: gonna ruin the owl. One
0: guy's in the back just on owl duty, <laughs> one guy's driving, they take shifts.
2: What do you mean? What do you mean? That's not dry ice.
0: <laughs> then at the end it reveals there was no owl. We just how were, it. like, seeing this. We'll yeah. we that M. Night Shyamalan on it. M. Night Shadoobie. Oh, I was listening to Kane the other day. He called it, like, a M M. Night Shyamalan twist. M. Night
2: Shyamalan, yeah. It's a thing.
0: Well, anyway, we got that movie. Right. Next okay, project.
2: So uh, we got that banked um, Miramax Deep Star pictures. Sure. That's their new micro-budget Deep Star. <laughs> I don't know. I, made I it dig up. it. I made it up. But I want to hear a, a bird story.
0: I'm just trying to think. I uh, I wrote for a newspaper for a while. Oh, uh, I don't know that. Yeah, was a like, journalist? I was for five years. Wow, um, that's cool. For the uh, this paper called the Westward. It's like the alt weekly. Okay. November. it's like the LA Weekly. Right, same owners. Probably better. Village Voice Media. Uh, they're both garbage. Okay, but I enjoyed writing that for them for a while. And so I was, would be fixated on things. So I like found a bird story to go write. And right. there's this bird in Colorado called the Gunnison sage grouse. it's oh, such a great name. Yeah. That, oh, that's
2: what we talked about a while ago. Is I was fucking with you saying. Coming up with all these different weird names. Oh and birds. yeah, yeah. yeah. You can, it's
0: there's, great.
2: There's any any words you want. It's probably if you like fart and yell and get hit with a softball. The words that come out of your mouth. That's a bird somewhere.
0: Yeah, you just have to add words like uh, North American yeah. or like North
2: American Gruntwisslick's <laughs> yeah.
0: Stavlobosh. Stav- yeah, exactly. Or like North a- American Crested Bohick. Yeah, just
2: <laughs> or just something that has like a like a real, very concrete, boring word mixed with something that's just ludicrous.
0: Yeah, like a, I mean, there is actually is a bird called a tit wrench. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a tit wrench, a wrench and a tit. A tit wrench. Done and done.
2: Oh man, I didn't know that. A so I was
0: reporting on the Gunnison
2: sage-grouse. <laughs> um, oh, my God. I'm sorry. Just say that one more time. To, what, the tit-wrench? No, the one uh, you wrote for. Gunnison report, sage-grouse? The Gunnison sage-grouse. Yeah. Um, the, that, the words, that that's like such music. That's like a Mark Twain It's actually thing. pretty beautiful. There's quite a bit. Gunnison sage-grouse. Well, Gunnison is a place. Gunnison. And
0: sage is, you know. Is a plant. Is a plant, and the grouse is a type of bird. Yeah, grouse. So it makes sense. It's like, it's everything you need. It's very descriptive. It's,
2: a, it's an improv game set up what's our relationship where are we what's happening yeah
0: well I'm yes anding you with that for sure
2: Gunnison Sage grouse. I've
0: always wanted to do an improv show that's just comics who don't know how to do improv and it's called No But (laughs) (laughs) it's just like comics trying to do
2: comics arguing
0: yeah it's just comics arguing no I'm
2: status it's
0: essentially a podcast is what I've been wanting to do god Um, yeah so I gotta go and report on these are basically (laughs) very rare bird they're trying to get it national protected status blah 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 but I gotta go out in with these like field scientists and we basically they they breed every year on the same ground where they were born. Right. So like we had to go out, it was just a cool experience. It's such
2: a bird thing to do.
0: Yeah, it's like they go back to the place where yeah. they were born and unfortunately the area where they are is like being very developed. Mm-hmm. And so like this is the saddest thing ever. If they if the area they were born is developed, then they'll go, but it's like, say, a concrete structure is put up there. They'll go back there every year oh, and, God. like, stand on top of it oh. and try to, like, what's sadder oh. than that? A poor grouse, like, trying to mate, but it's not happening anymore because the grounds have been, like, taken oh, away I'm from crying. them. crying. It's fucking sad.
2: The Gunnison Sage the Grouse. The Gunnison Sage Grouse.
0: So the cool thing about them is they have this mating ritual where they go out to the ground where they were born and they do this dance and then they have these like sacks on their chest that they can inflate. Oh, okay. So it's I like think I've sounds like this. this. So we went out there in the pre-dawn, freezing cold. Me and two field scientists is- and I was just like, "What am I do? How did I get to the, be in this situation?" And it's we start. There's nothing. It's dark and then you just start hearing in the darkness like. And you just hear that, and then you hear that by 20, 30, 50, like just pop, 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 popping. And then like slowly the sun comes up, and it's like 50 of these Gunnison sage grouse just like dancing on the land that they were born. It was just beautiful. I was Ah, like, this is ridiculous. That
2: description right there is like, that's one of those things where – you're bemoaning the fact you're here, and all of a sudden it's just like, oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's one of those one of those rare glimpses like, okay, this is like the beautiful this world. Is this is amazing. This is cool.
2: When's the last time you were up uh, before dawn? Uh,
0: I'm making myself sound way more rugged on this podcast than I am, but my girlfriend wanted to go hike a, climb up to the top of a 14-er, like 14,000-foot oh, mountain. Shit. How, so we, how
2: far above that is, how far above, how far... Is that above your normal place? Well, in I live
0: in Denver, which is the Mile High City, so, so it's 8, fifty-two eighty Mile 5280, High
2: City. God, it's yeah. a Mile High. Uh, hi, hi, everybody! I don't hi. know how many feet are in a mile. Hi, guys. <laughs> What's that like eight thousand kilos? Hi, guys! I don't know how many feet are in a mile. Uh, there should be a hundred minutes in an hour. Yep. yep. There should be a hundred seconds in a minute, and there should be a hundred feet. In... And once
0: you get above that Canadian border, it all flips. Oh. It all flips upside down. It does. God. Um, yeah, so, so Denver's at a mile, so but you so go over to the Rocky twice. Mountains you, the, three times two and a
2: half, yep, So, it's, uh, it's, tuna, so go back.
0: How... <laughs> <laughs> so, 14,000, there's There's. they call them 14ers, and those mm-hmm. are the tallest mountains in Colorado. And there's right. like I think there's like 50 of them in the Rocky Mountains, so some are very, very hard, right? Some you can, they're all hard because once you get above 10,000 feet, it's like it's hard to breathe, yeah, you're walking. 100 yards and you're stopping and, and for a few so we hiked up to the top of a 14,000 mm-hmm. size so outfit before dawn because you have to do that you have that. to start early you have to start early because like apparently as we read on like a mountaineering website right. if, it's, if you're up there like 2, 3 in the afternoon like lightning starts picking fools oh, off oh shit and you often hear about poor Joe idiot you're like there'll be reports of like dude got struck by lightning on this mountain wow yeah because they're just dumb it's like yeah. I don't know anything but I knew to like check when would be a good time to Go out and come back. Right. Check the weather conditions.
2: For the Gunnison sagegrass. Yeah, no, I'm just thinking about that. So you went up there, and that was when you went up before dawn.
0: That's the last time I got up before dawn. Yeah. When was the last time you got up before dawn? I don't Probably know, For man. a flight, I also like flights. Yeah, and you get flights. City flight. I mean, I
2: was up before, on the way back from Montreal.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I had an early flight, and I just chose to stay up the entire night. You and
0: I both yeah, had an early. We flight. did. Yeah,
2: and I got some bagels that night. They were amazing.
0: You were smart. You went off and got bagels and went to like an all-night bagel factory. Well,
2: I was got. I got. Um. I got uh, pulled away by a lawyer. Uh,
0: classic Montreal story that's yeah. how every Montreal story starts
2: well he, you know he's a he's a, he's a mensch yeah a, gr- a great Jewish man sure lawyer amazing lawyer I'm gonna keep him anonymous I don't know why but no, I, think, if, I think I know I who you're should. talking about but fuck it I think I think yeah oh yeah you know who I'm talking about I know about. I know the guy yeah and he uh, pulled me away cause he's a very excitable person and he's just very like you gotta this is this is you gotta see this so I we went to this place <laughs> and it was like this is rad it was 4 yeah. o'clock in the morning They've been making these bagels at Fairmount Bagels in Montreal, because I guess they have an old They have a, uh, they used to have a huge Jewish population there that um, makes bagels. Yeah. Jewish people like bagels. They do. And they make these bagels, they make them by hand, and they cook them in a wood-fired oven on these big, long wooden planks, and they're fucking delicious. They're kind of like smoky and sweet and so good. So I did that, and um, so then I was up. For, I was up for dawn then. And that was I about stayed. It, man. I stayed
0: up the whole night too. But instead of going and seeing cool bagels, I just like drank and schmoozed at a party, yeah. and felt like nah, real shit the rest of the day.
2: That's okay. You gotta do that. You gotta do that. I just didn't have my, my constitution. has been flagging greatly in the past, like two years. I just can't. Like I just can't drink. Yeah, I can drink like okay. Uh, I'm gonna plan a drinking day two weeks from now on Sunday, <laughs> and I'll, that'll be the day. Get everything and I'll else drink, taken care of. I'll do more than six. Yeah, I'll, so do, more I'll six. do more than six. More than six beers, yeah. and otherwise it's just like devastated. But
0: yeah, it's yeah, smart.
2: I keep thinking how I'm never up a dawn at all. The problem it's with pathetic.
0: Well, that oh, the problem with drinking when you get older, and we'll mm-hmm. go back to the dawn thing, is that you can't sleep it off a proper amount. You can't. At least I find if I get shellacked. I still can't sleep more than like six, seven hours, eight hours, and then you're like, your body needs to sleep, but you're uh, up. It's just, it's brutal. When I was younger, you get hammered, and you'd be like, oh my god, I just woke up at one in the afternoon. That's gone. Yeah, you slept it out. You sweated
2: it. You drank like twenty-seven ounces of water. Right, right before you went to bed, and you're just your sheets smell like a like a bar. because you sweated it. out. Now it's just like you're up, and
0: you're you need to sleep more, and you're a piece of shit.
2: I just get depressed. Yeah, bro. Sorry, it's so easy to depressed. As
0: it, is. it really is. It is really this is. This
2: podcast is all about creating depression.
0: <laughs> Brought to you by, like, oh, we got to kick to our sponsor, Bacardi One Fifty One. If you
2: need a good time, <laughs> if you need a good time in a hurry, woo! Hey, if you need to get really wasted and don't have a lot of time to do it. Bacardi One Fifty One, uh, where Everclear is not available. Yeah, there you go. My friend Ben. Um, this is this is a totally different story. My friend Ben in high school, he was a big drinker, and he he uh, got a bottle of Everclear. And his mom was cool with parties. She, she, The mom was like, oh, you come over, put your keys in the bowl, no one's leaving, but you can have the keg of George Killian's Irish Red okay. and hang out in the hot tub. Yeah. You know?
1: That is but a cool mom.
2: She is cool, very cool. But she saw the uh, bottle of Everclear, she found it, and she looks at him and she goes, oh, Ben. <laughs> and she cried. <laughs> really? <laughs> because it's like... Oh no this this is different. This will kill you. This is a bit different. <laughs> I think it's fun. it
0: just goes to show the nature of kids. It's like you had a cool mom that would let you drink Killian's red. No, you took you're it like, no, you had you to took it, it too far. You had to go ever clear on it. yeah. When did you start drinking?
2: i I guess not really till college. Really? I mean I started I remember I got drunk one time in high school and I drank like a little mini bottle of wine, mm-hmm. and I was like, I wasn't drunk, but I was definitely reeling in it and I was having a good time to the point, the point where I think people were enjoying me being drunk because I was just I was on a You were putting and, on a show? I was putting on a show yeah. not even trying, just sort of like I'm going to tell you how it is now <laughs> I'm going to tell you how I think about this and that and I'm going to let it forth
0: That's the first time I ever drank my friend and I stole his parents' Zimas. Oh We man. drank Zimas together. Fucking Zima! It was delicious.
2: Oh, I bet it was. I wanted so bad to have it because that the thing about Zima is the reason I wanted it is because it was marketed toward children. Yeah, it was like- Adults don't want it's that. It's like a Sprite, but yeah. more fun. Have Look a Zima. Look at it. It's clear. It, yeah. looks like a, it looks like something like a Sprite. You yeah. want to have this. Is not It probably not for... came
0: from a natural glacier. Have a Zima.
2: <laughs> it's refreshing. Yeah. Oh, I'm super drunk right now. Where am I? Uh, am I getting raped? I don't know. Zima.
0: <laughs> right, exactly.
2: Uh, are you getting raped? I don't know. What's a four-letter word? Zima is- Yeah. What's what is rape? I don't know. It's, it's, it, it's, conto- Z- it's contextual. Zima's,
0: Zima's uh, Swedish for rape. <laughs> Zima,
2: let it slide.
0: <laughs>
2: that was that's, their slogan. Yeah. Zima, hi. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Zima, let it slide. Let it slide.
0: And then you have a shot of like a glacier like s- sliding off, like you yeah. know when glaciers crash into the water, like that. Yeah. Just natural.
2: <laughs> and it's got like some girl on top who's naked. Like, where am I? <laughs> or mom?
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Cut. <laughs> Zima. Zima, let, let it, it slide. slide. That's... Or,
2: and it's like. She'll be all right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Plenty more where that came from. Uh,
2: <laughs> Zima, she'll be fine, man. She'll be just fine. Hey, aren't you worried about uh, that girl you met? What girl? Oh, her. She'll be fine. Zima. <laughs> Big, like stamp. <laughs> Zima. Yep. Don't worry, man. She's she ah uh, uh, she's cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Don't worry about the chick. She's cool. I
2: fucking love those like three or four word phrases that have like no. They just, they just, like, they mean nothing. Like, the new Bud Light slogan, or not even new, like, the last two years. You know what it is? It's Mm. it's, here we go. That's it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, guys. All right. Hey, Bud Light, man. Here we go. I saw an ad
0: (laughs) uh, in L.A. L.A. is so, I mean, it makes sense because it's a giant city. And a lot of tastemakers live here. But, like, it's odd to see a national campaign that's just for this city, like, there was some ad I can't remember what it is it's a green alcohol and so there's all these like oh, pretty Mi- girls Midori, Midori. yeah the and there's Nolan all these pretty show. girls and it says green light the night that's yep. the slogan it's God. like no one in Iowa knows what green lighting is but like that's a LA specific like hey green light the night yeah, I want to tag everyone and just be like like, due to unforeseen circumstances, <laughs> production of the night was shut down three hours into production.
2: Oh, uh, guys, the funding pulled out because it was never existed Studio in the first place. Studio cut everything. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, the night's canceled. Yeah. Um, we're just going gonna to strike everything now. So. Thanks
0: uh, for coming out. We'd love to work coming together out. in the future. We're big fans of what you do.
2: Big fans of what you do. Oh, no. No, they're big fans. They're yeah. big fans. But the good thing is, is you're on the radar now. You're on the so. radar.
0: The door is open. Uh,
2: other <laughs> nights will be greenlit.
0: <laughs> Oh,
2: I love that shit. Being on someone's radar. Oh yeah. Oh well. I love I love douchey
0: like industry speak that means nothing. It's like, well, you know, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of lot of pieces to this, and uh, yeah, you know, just make calls, so knock on the right doors. Yeah, you know,
2: it's all about, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Because all things (laughs) being equal, all things being equal, um, I think that this is something that's going to work out. Because, uh, I mean, if I can. If I can just speak speak from experience here, that at the end of the day, it is what it is. It is what so, it is. It is what it is. And you know, you're on the radar now. So moving forward, there's going to be a lot of opportunities to uh, <laughs> to really to really probably package some things and. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, these guys are great guys. They're doing. They're gonna be doing a lot of work in the future. So, yeah, it is what it is. Cool. And, um, do
0: um, do you guys validate? Do I need to validate? Or... Oh no, 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 okay. absolutely not. No. Okay. What's did, that? Nine, 3950
2: for an hour. Yeah, uh, you actually shouldn't have been parked there. I don't know um, why they let you. That's okay. strange. Well, yeah, we'll be um, in touch. I guess. Yeah, then. definitely. Cool. Yeah, it's what it is. I love Hollywood. It's the best. I we don't it. even live here. It's even better.
0: That's why I don't live here. Yeah,
2: you're right, man. You made the right choice.
0: Uh, we'll see. No, we'll it's see, great. It's better
2: you visit. Because then it's like, you get to like, it's better that way, I think. I lived here for so long where I just, I park in red zones for fun. Like, I'm like,
0: <laughs> I bet I won't get towed. What kind of city can you put an owl in a sack by a river and no one fucks <laughs> with it? No one touches it? The animals won't even eat it. That's weird. There's something going on here. Who knows? Any other city that owl's <laughs> gone in an hour.
2: It is. Because <clears throat> people want owls. They're desirable. Mm-hmm. They're beauties. Let me hear one more bird fact, then we'll tie this bitch off and throw her in the river. <laughs> Zima.
0: That was hot. That was hot. I don't know any more bird facts. I'm you trying got to th- some bird. I'm trying to think of more bird so you facts.
2: You don't have to if you don't want to do it.
0: Um, no, nothing's
2: immediately coming to mind, Maybe man. Maybe should just make a plan to get up at dawn. And go see some birds? Something, yeah, because I just need an excuse to get up. Actually, the last time I was up at dawn before that was doing was recording a podcast with a guy Friend of mine, we were out to find some rabbits in this area to hunt these rabbits. So, really? Yeah, and then we got up super early, and um, it's fun to do that. But I just need like I need an excuse again. It's not a, not a production excuse. You should find
0: yourself a like. There's tons yeah. of just. Every time you need every time you go on a birding experience right. like that, you have to get up before dawn you do and you have to go to if you're really doing it, you have to go to like a viewing blind and sit yeah. in it's like a hunting blind yeah. but you're not killing them exactly and you have to sit it's just nice because you have to sit and before the sun has even r- rose and just listen like yeah. I, that's one of the best things is like when's the last time you've done something like that, just get out into the nature and right. be absolutely silent for an hour
2: it's it's, it's really hard, i guess the also and this is a depressing fact, but the places of silence are dwindling fast.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I like it. I, the one cool thing about bird watching for me is that, especially doing what we do, traveling so right. much, just when you start taking note of the birds in an area, it just makes you more observant. Right. So, like, I'm flying to I'm in California now, and I'm like, oh, that's a bird that I don't see yeah. at home in Colorado. There's another one. It's just so you're constantly more alert. and right. like It makes you more I don't know. observant.
2: I kind of got into trees for a while, and I still am pretty into plants. But I that's like cool. Trees are that same way, where there's like, oh, because there is a distinct difference in different places, and also you can see the similarities. Def- because definitely. Because nowadays, nowadays, Ugh. you go to the the uh, the main drag of a place, and you can't tell the difference between where you just were and where you are now because it's all Wendy's, Radio Shack, Starbucks. Pizza Hut or whatever. Outback
0: Steakhouse. Uh, That's the worst thing with comedy clubs too. Is oh, that is the worst because it's. Terrible. Few and far between do you get to go to a city? You're like, oh, cool, I'm going to Charlotte. No, you're going to the suburbs of Charlotte. You're not going to Charlotte. You're, you're going be... to fucking
2: Paduke's Jack.
0: Right, and you'll be 30 miles outside and oh, you won't man. have a car. And it's the same lifestyle yes. center everywhere you go. It's, this it's like there's a Island. Dave It's, it's a, a Dave franchise and Buster's Island. And they've, they've made it a little better so it's no longer a shitty mall like, oh, Orange Julius and like right. Pac Sun. It's like, no, it's kind of vaguely nicer, like an Outback Steakhouse or a Dave right. and Buster's, but it's the same homogenized Bonefish crap. Grill. It's the worst. Yeah,
2: it's so terrible. It just makes me want to scratch my palms with, like, a fucking sharp rock. But yeah, that no, was – oh, it's so terrible. It's like, what do you do? I mean, those places are destined, I guess, to to sort of rot away. I, I think so. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I, I have no idea because – I think people are moving more and more back into cities. But it just seems odd that it's like everybody moved out to the suburbs, mm-hmm. so now the culture has to follow. Yeah. So now this like washed down version of Ugh. it just exists thirty miles outside of any real town. Yeah. And that's like the lifestyle center, and that's where off, more often than not the comics are sent mm-hmm. to go entertain the masses.
2: Yeah. I mean I've been, and also the audiences of those places tend to be terrible. Yeah. They tend to be terrible.
0: I mean they're yeah. They can be terrible.
2: They can be, because it's like you're dealing with people who are. They fit into that scope of, of being. That's, so right, exactly. Yeah.
0: you're already coming at them from a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. We got to take back the night. We got to smash your smash your cell phone and just uh, go see comedy in cities.
2: And just uh, just maybe have like a crow comedy show. Just all get some, crow get some comedy crows. show. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We gotta get some crows to something.
0: You know what's funny? This is a good, this makes sense. It's all coming back. My dad's fucking uncle or great uncle mm-hmm. was in vaudeville oh wow and he was uh, a whistler he like what? whistled amazingly man. and he had a show we found like audio tracks of him he had a show where he had birds and he would like whistle with the birds oh man
2: you have to send me that I want to post that I, I'll
0: try to find it yeah that would be really cool I, my dad found it once he's got it in his email somewhere
2: whistling yeah it's
0: I can't even remember the dude's name but it's like I need to find I should put oh. his like artwork in my album it's yeah. ridiculous he had like a whistling bird show in vaudeville that's so cool yeah
2: That's like you know what it is. That's real entertainment. That's That's these dick jokes we
0: tell. Are you kidding me? I'm phoning it in, but in my blood, there's some real stuff.
2: Yeah, so you got it.
0: Yeah, so you got it.
2: So basically, um, here's what we came to conclusion of. Sure. You got it. Yeah. Sounds good. Is what it is. It is what it is. We're moving forward, and we're gonna reconnect and tie it off and repackage it so the crow can fly to where it may.
0: I look forward to that future project.
2: So uh, listen to Adam Caden's, Holland's po- uh, podcast.
0: <laughs> Whatever. Hey,
2: Yeah, what's your podcast called?
0: It's called My Dining Room Table. So check that out. It's on iTunes. You do Twitter.
2: I do the tweets. Get your uh, get his album. Get my album. Get my album. Um, um, go see him live. Go to Denver for the High Plains Comedy Festival. Those are all great things. Thanks right.
0: for all them plugs.
2: Donate. Um, go see me live. Uh... Oh wow! I, I always forget to do this. Well, what, to, hey,
0: Johnny, let me, let me phrase it next. Johnny, what do you got coming up?
2: I'm going to be up in Northern California for the uh, um, uh, comedy festival. I think it's called the Shits and Giggles Comedy Festival in Arcata. It's uh, up in Humboldt County. That sounds That's cool. That's coming up in two, on the 22nd and 23rd. How and can I'll people be,
0: follow you, like on Twitter? What, they what? can
2: follow me on Twitter. My name. What? Okay. Cool. Yeah, you can also go to my website, which is just my name. Sure. You could also um, go to those are those are going to be sufficient. Uh, you can also catch me, I believe, in the Cape Fear, Wilmington, North Carolina. I'm gonna have, I'll update it before they'll be they'll be on our <laughs> podcast before this. where I actually know, yeah. So. Super sweet
0: point is get out there and see Johnny Pemberton you guys get
2: out there see Adam K. Hall <laughs> thanks thanks for having me bye bye <laughs> I want to thanks thanks for listening to Twisting the Wind today I think you can agree with me that it was just a really good episode. Adam was a great guest. There's really good... Everything involved was just really fun. It's super cool you're here. And I uh, would love it if you would donate to the podcast if you're enjoying it. If it gives you pleasure, give some a little bit of it back. Rate and review. Listen to other podcasts on Feral Audio. And now listen to this song by a band called Tornado from Estonia it's called Finn it's on a a six song ten inch record put out by Frotee Records F-R-O-T-E-E and they're from Estonia as well this is from the late 70s it's really Jesus fracking crisp good I didn't think it would echo this long. <laughs> I really didn't. That's okay. Okay. Enjoy this song. This is gonna be the musical section of the twisting the wind today. But I will be having an amazingly musical themed guest coming up soon, and it's gonna be a fucking blowout. So keep keep up your good work. Thanks for being here. <sighs>
1: United States government. It is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security.
3: Oh, the
1: NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary.
3: Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA.
1: Now on feralaudio.com.